So Denny Hamlin, De- Hamlin was in the lead, and then this guy Ryan Newman like passes him at, for like he was he was ahead of him for like five seconds, and I thought he was gonna win, and then for some reason or another the car just like turned right, and then I'm talking about Newman's car. The, yeah, Newman's, well, he, he got bumped. In the yeah, back. by the guy behind him. Yeah, but the guy behind him like helped him get to the front. Which was really, and I don't know. I'm not gonna pretend like I know how NASCAR works. Well, they, they are on teams. The Shake and Bake, like with Talladega Nights. You know how they would always. No, I never saw that dumb movie. <laughs> I've seen it. You've never <laughs> seen Talladega Nights, dude. I haven't seen any movies. It's <laughs> a classic. You've seen it, right? Yes. You know how they were Shake and Bake. Yes. How the shake John and C. Riley would always like yes. let him win. Oh, John C. Riley's in it. Yeah. And Will Ferrell. Good Ferrell-y. movie. <laughs> Will Ferrell, yeah. He's Ricky Bobby. He's Ricky Bobby, yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen that. Really? I, I yes, haven't seen I a lot of good that. movies. That's like not seeing Pineapple Express. It's kind of like not seeing uh, Talladega Nights, though. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Pineapple Express? Yeah. I invented it. Okay. <laughs> but so, like, he pushes him from behind, and he, he helped him... He helped him get to the front. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, he just like. So we're talking about Talladega in. Nights or no, the Daytona no, 500? No. This is the Daytona 500. How the Ricky Bobby shake and bake. And he pushes. So Ryan Newman gets to the front. And then whoever was behind him. Do you know who it was? No. In the na- in the real NASCAR? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> no, I have no clue. Okay, you didn't watch it for the whole day. <laughs> um. So then he, 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 tra- he was trying to go around him. And he got in front. No, the guy who was behind him tried yes. to go around him? Yeah. He said he thought he had him square, which I think that means like he was like past him. And then he tried to like get in front of him, but he bumped him and turned him to the side. So he helped him get to the front and then was stabbing him in the back? <laughs> He Are pro- you sure he probably, he They were probably on like the same racing team, and he was like, "I want to win, but I also want my teammate to be out ahead so of everyone." So I'm gonna kill this guy <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to get it first. No, no, he was visibly shaken up. Well, the guy's and alive. Left. Left. Because that's what I was in from the the movie Talladega Nights. John C. Riley gets like fed up with always letting Ricky Bobby win. Yes, and yes. And then he bangs his wife and steals <laughs> his whole family. But they like I didn't think that they would just turn on each other like that in mid race. <laughs> well, they're they're all in it for themselves. You didn't think he'd try to murder him? <laughs> that is surprising. A heel turn in the last the last race, the last uh, lap. Of We're allowed because he's alive. We can. J- no, nah, he's, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. How, we hope he gets a speedy recovery. Yeah, and everything no. is well. Yeah. Denny Hamlin did win. Denny Hamlin, by the way. How? Uh, three out of the last five Daytona 500s, he's won. It must suck so bad for his family, Ryan Newman, just seeing that, and it's like, oh, it's like, I don't know what's going on. And then, apparently, he's superhuman, and now he's just cracking jokes with. Yeah, him. he's good. They it's he's crazy too jokes. because. So he's talking to his family. This is a picture. So he's, assume he's, he's throwing out <laughs> knock knock jokes. <laughs> yeah. So he, but it's actually crazy to think about you it. You think he like, blacked out? Yes, he was like unconscious. 
But that's that's the point. point. <laughs> that's the, that's the point because picture like the last thing he sees is like he thinks he's about to win the Daytona 500, and then just like that, he's just in the hospital. Just, like, he wakes up in the hospital. Completely, yeah, and like, everyone. Oh my God, are you okay? Yeah. He's, what? It's crazy, no. right? Did I win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did I win that? But he was like right there. It was the last lap. Yeah. That sucks. Honestly, for somebody who has never watched NASCAR before, and I turned it on for a second, I'm definitely more so the guy was in NASCAR for the the last day. It was exhilarating. Yeah, it ever was happened in my life. It was exhilarating. What do you mean you were interested in it? You were just interested in the guy uh, <laughs> that could have died. Did no. you care yeah, about? Yeah, he that was one. looking at the numbers like of the next race. Car highlights. Who we got next for the next race, boys? What? I it it was more interesting than I ever had been in in NASCAR. Yeah, but not but like not for like, the right reasons. <laughs> where you were, where I didn't didn't care about NASCAR. the race at all. I just wanted the guy to be fine. All right. Well, welcome back to the memo. <laughs> yeah, give us rated a little, R this this episode. <laughs> give us a little intro, Brodsky. Well, here we are. We're back following up on um my first live action podcast episode with blonde hair obviously if you guys well, check as it opposed out, to the animated one <laughs> well we we do a lot of stop motion here on the show so this is live action um but here we are obviously my hair is very blonde it's almost yellow at this point i need to like do something to make it not you as can, you can crayon. see the, the darkness coming yeah. in though underneath kind of looks cool i, I kind of like it it's been like two days though it, it like shouldn't Goku. be like that that's like you're right, and it's a little bit too much. But welcome back to the memo. We have um, a couple <laughs> questions to follow up on that we didn't hit last week. Um, I think we're bringing back some old time segments here with a little stamp shred. Um, I know Richard has a scrap heap. I also have a scrap heap to get through. I'm gonna be scrapping. Alex hasn't scrapped anybody all since all the first the episode. You're gonna yeah, be scrapping Alex, all over the place. I want to be scrapping. All Everybody's over the place. okay in Alex's mind. Nobody yeah. deserves to get yelled at. It's I have all, the it's best super... scraps. You have a scrap tonight? No. Okay, there you go. But I so wait he thinks, for when he thinks deserved. he saves it for the good yeah. time. Okay. He just okay. can't. My, my scrap of Baker wasn't legendary. Oh, that guy just rained one. Baker Mayfield? Yeah. It was good, but you're going to come out once every year. It's not worth it. We what? deliver. McGloin deserves one. McGloin is yeah. Good. Any nobody's gonna know what Richard's talking about. I don't know. I think it's gotten some it headlines. Trend, it was it's trending. Gotten, it's gotten some It was big like news. one of the number one trends on my Twitter. He, I saw it. It was like it. you know when you go on the Twitter app and it has the one on. There's the one yes, on top. So why, don't we, why don't we stop talking about it and get right into it then? No, no, we're not starting with this crap. You can't force a scrap. <clears throat> That's that why I don't do everything it. we just said. No, you can't force it. These are natural scraps. I have no one to scrap. Carlos Correa. Yeah, but then he's that's what his argument is, that he's not forcing a scrap if he doesn't have one. Who am I going to scrap? That's up for you to decide. It's not a Someone decision. deserves it. It just scrap, happens. Someone every day deserves Cespedes. a scrap. Cespedes? I have nothing wrong You don't want to scrap the, the MLB he's commissioner? Not, he's not going to follow the through with it. Manfred doesn't deserve a scrap? He does. Okay, well. <laughs> What's first then? What do we want? Scrap metal. <laughs> Some scrap scrap oh, piece of metal. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's good. Sounds like you have something um, deep in you. No, we can get into before we do like cause we have the stamp shred, couple segments, scrappy, and then in the questions, like I was trying to introduce before Alex tried to sabotage the entire segment. 
have um, you came at me well whoever came on who is whatever it's just beside the boy we're all (laughs) (laughs) 1325 (laughs) (laughs) um We were going to get into stuff Fresh before. Fresh off the punishment, too. We have... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, we have... Um, so we touched on Ryan Newman. God bless his soul. We wish him the best. His family. Whatever. Win the race next time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I agree. What did we have after that? It was... We had some, some. There was. We could talk about the. the we we're gonna talk about the All Star game. Was, no, no. Oh no, I got you, Joe soccer, Burrow. Soccer, Joe Burrow. Okay, so some big. Oh, we're gonna it, jump oh, into Joe Burrow. What? We should talk about Dwayne Wade too. No, 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 no. Why? I don't, I don't want to touch that. Why? We should give our opinion on it. I don't have an opinion on it. <clears throat> you don't have an uh, opinion on his daughter. No. Being trans. No, I, that's what it is. You don't you don't think he was a supportive father? It was nice. I, I do, but is, yeah. and it's, we're not. I don't have an opinion on it. Like that's just what they are. Good for them. Whatever. That guy is an idiot, boozy. But yeah, little boozy, yeah, boozy, badass, I, d- dumb. What am I gonna? What are we gonna say about it? What well, it, it was a it was a big thing that happened in sports. It was a bit. What was a big thing? The guy saying that, or that's the whole Dwayne Wade situation? situation and him. Him being supportive of it, it was it was cool to see, in my opinion. No, yeah, I, that's I mean, my opinion. It was nice. I do, but people, I think that the way that you normalize it and have people like Lil Boozy not making such a big deal out of it is just act like that's their life and good for them. You know, it doesn't deserve as, as hate. People who, it doesn't as, deserve as people who do commentary on sports. We should I mean, voice but our. I opinions. feel like it's not it's not my business to like talk on what they're doing like, if whatever you know Dwayne Wade's it, is, it actually is our business that's not my business I'm I'm here to talk about sports and like life and stuff but whatever they're doing well, it's definitely whatever. something all right all right somebody talk life. about it then I, well, I gave I my I piece I feel like it's from. great for I them like I appreciate Dwayne Wade obviously you know their their child has what whatever right they want to declare you know or feel whatever gender neutral side that they're on and and I, that's I'd get your point of view of um you know like it shouldn't be hated on or if you want it to be uh, normalized and really seen as something that shouldn't be like looked at with a second glance like instead of praising it every time or shitting on it every time it's just like it it is what it is that's life yeah. you know that's how you act like it's normal it just like I know there has to be a process towards getting to that point. It's not that simple as yeah, it's this I, or that. I think to get to that point where it's normalized because it's still not, it needs to be like supported by people with a voice. So, um, I I'm here to voice my support. I also don't. If you have a different opinion, then that's fine. But I'm supportive of it. I'm supportive of parents being supportive of their kids because. Too many parents just completely fall flat in that regard. And I like it a lot. I do too. Good for um, the both of them. Good for that whole family. They seem like they have a, a healthy situation over there. And I know people yes. are probably going to argue, you know, should he... People th- say like, oh, at that age, they like the guy Boozy, he's saying they yeah. don't know what they're going to eat next. You know, why are you letting him... Uh, 
make a decision like that and supporting that. But I mean, that's just like in from my point of view, that's not like Matt said, not my business to really comment on what they're doing and wh- what he's supporting, what his child is doing. And I personally think it's fine that the that a kid is deciding that. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I think is messed I, up is when parents that are like extremists about this stuff force that onto kids and then yeah. confuse them. This and if that's this, not at all what's happening here. Yeah. Right. But that's what little little boozy and this guy like he doesn't even deserve the time of day to to bring him up in this situation because he's so ignorant and stupid about what he's saying. Yeah. But my take on it is that I what I can't get into the head of what Dwayne Wade's child is going through. I can't get into what Dwayne Wade and, and Gabrielle Union are going through. Whatever they decide and how they want to handle a situation like that and whatever that child is feeling, that's their decision. And I completely, like, su- one, I support it, obviously, but two... It it's it's whatever they want to do. It doesn't. Matter. It doesn't like it doesn't. And and I don't mean this to be like an insensitive way, but like it doesn't affect me. So I'm not gonna be somebody to judge what they want to do. In terms, it's just like good for them, you know. Like, yeah. They do what they want to do. I can't get into their mind and what they're doing, what they're going through. But I'm not gonna be somebody to project my own thoughts and opinions onto somebody else when I have no idea what I'm talking about. And yeah, I think that's a perfectly valid take, and I'm yeah. glad you voiced that. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. And like you're saying, you're not, you don't have to be the one to like have a take on it. Like, and nobody, nobody has to have a take on it. Right. You know, like it doesn't have to be a. And also, know. it's not like Zaya is her name now. Okay. Um, she's 12. She has a lot of life to live. It's not like. It's not like Dwayne Wade is forcing her to be a certain way. It's not like she's locked into anything yet. As as far as I'm concerned, she has not gotten a sex change. And, like, she might feel different tomorrow. Or yeah. Like, hey, people go through phases, man. Yeah, people need to stop acting like this one news cycle is someone's entire life because yeah. she's going to go on and live the rest of her life and Dwayne Wade's going to go on and live the rest of his life and Gabrielle Union's going to go on and live the rest of their life and we need to see like like mm-hmm. I'm just never going to talk down on someone supporting their kids no I just agree never that's that's why I also feel like that it, it, it doesn't need to be such mainstream news and like all over the place and I understand why it is because Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are like A-list celebrities and people are interested in their personal lives but and, for that reason pr- why like, it's it's one thing today and who knows what's going to happen down the line in a couple of years from now but this is what you hear and you hear anecdotes of different types of things without hearing the full story and people formulate opinions on something that they really don't have any information about and probably a lot of people well the reason that this became big news is because it's a very polarizing topic and probably a lot of people who support this were vocal about it because it's probably looked at as a major win for that community and and people fighting for their rights as a whole and then there's the other side of things and it was just a, a clash of those two schools of thought yeah. and no it's definitely it's interesting. 
Yep. And it's cool to see Dwayne Wade continue to be a good guy. Of yep. course. Yes. So Except we can all that agree. Except he the dunk contest. But that's that, a different yes. story. And we're going to get into that in terms of NBA All-Star Weekend. But I think we can all you know, put a bow on this and just say, obviously, we're all supporters of whatever types of you know, social justices or whatever you want to call them in terms of, I don't know the, the proper terminology, but no one here, no one should ever judge Dwayne Wade's child or any other person who has these sorts of <clears throat> thoughts or feelings or whatever it is. So we're all, you know, open book. The memo is an open place. Yes. Yeah. We accept all at all times, unless you are a Clippers fan. I saw that coming. <laughs> I saw that coming. John right. Luca. <clears throat> so we can get into, you know, to transition into a more sports, sportsy topic here. And this will be the last headline until we will go into our segments. But I know Richard was really asking me a lot about this and he wanted to, to talk about it. Um, Manchester City soccer. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they and I, I don't know how much the two of you know about what, what happened here, but it is a very big topic and something that's worth acknowledging um, Manchester City football club they were suspended two years from the Champions League due to financial fair play relegation regulations and um, basically I mean like they they broke a lot of rules in terms of you know financials and how they're spending their money on how they're getting their players um, and I think it's honestly this was the biggest punishment I've ever seen in European soccer. And then I don't know in terms of what you guys know about it or what you think about it. or I, I think it, it, was a, it was a landmark moment in, in professional soccer that's going to change the landscape of, it, of the sport for a long time. Yeah, I, I don't know that much about it. Um, I just know I got the lowdown from you. Um, but seems crazy the, the champions league is the it's it's the most prestigious thing in all of soccer right yes club soccer at least like <clears throat> yes that's the world cup it's the world cup of club soccer right yeah so that's kind of crazy <clears throat> especially for a team that's as good as manchester city is um but besides that i, I don't really follow soccer <laughs> um <laughs> but according to you this this uh punishment was fair which I mean I don't know if it I, I that's the thing that it was the biggest punishment that I've ever seen been given down so I don't know how fair it was I don't know how egregious egregious excuse me their violations were but it's a Can you big speak, speak a little to what exactly the violation was yeah so I had a lot of people asking me and I know that there are some people who are unsure about it like our co-host Richard Lyons I know all about it and um basically you told me already the, I know the Champions League, the Champions League itself is, you have, so you know you have like divisions in the NFL, like yes. all these divisions, and then they go when they go to the playoffs. So the Champions League is basically like, you have a league in France, in England, Span in Spain, Italy, like all of the European countries, they all have their own league. And the winners of those leagues go to the Champions League. So it's like it's like the best of the best. Okay. Depending on how good your league is, you get a certain amount of teams. Yes. So like in England, 
the Premier League. It's like the best league in Europe. They get four entries. So like you have to come top four, Italy top four, like France top three. Like it's it's all like spaced okay. out like that. So there's like 32 teams in the Champions League every year, and it's basically like a high honor. It's like the best of the best to go to that league. And Manchester City is one of the best teams in the world. They're in the Premier League. They come. They've won. They've won the Premier League the past two seasons. And they now have gotten busted for financial fair play. It's called, where it's it's basically financials because you don't have like a salary cap in soccer. There's no money limit involved. It's a percentage of how much you make off of sponsorships. And uh, so these sponsorships come from where, like all of what they have on their jerseys. Like Manchester, it was the Etihad, is what it's called. Like there, it's a it's a Saudi Arabian airline. Mm-hmm. Like that's where yeah. all of these money, all of the money is coming from. They made about eight million a year from that sponsorship, but they wrote in their books that they made like forty million a year. And what really happened was the owner of Manchester City was just putting his own money because he's a billionaire himself. He's putting his own money into that sponsorship deal, and they were getting the best players in the world. Their roster is stacked. Their payroll is like probably the highest in in Europe. So you get a percentage of that 40 million to spend on players? Cuz that I doesn't think sound well no like that's just one sponsorship. Oh, so like so they like have all them, them all over like yeah they're they make about like 300 million. Okay. Combines from everything. But yeah, it's it's basically like how much you bring in is how much you're supposed to spend. But when everybody is a billionaire owner, they're all just putting their own, and that's the thing too. It's not just Manchester City; everybody's doing. I this. was going right. to say, is this like a case soccer's... of you know, every everyone's doing the same thing? Maybe they just went far and away. Like, like if you're saying eight million and they're writing forty million, like that's really a yeah, no, it's huge egregious lie. Like, yeah, and, and I soccer's think, known to be like pretty corrupt. Yeah, it's so corrupt. That seem, I think that seems like a fair punishment. What is it? Two years? You said two I years. Mean, you're literally, and the fact that they're getting the best players in the world like it's just not fair at all like you have a better chance to get these players because you're already good and you're lying about the amount of money you can spend yeah they they were dominating the league for years so is the rule fair though it is the the rule is fair the problem is that the corruption that's within soccer itself they don't enforce it like they pick and choose when they want to enforce it so they're, Manchester City is not the only team that's going through this. You have to think that, like, UEFA is corrupt, Of too. course. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. They're all just, like, I think, honestly, what's going to happen is Manchester City is going to pay off UEFA, get the the suspension reduced in half. Maybe they, they're suspended for one year. But it wouldn't surprise me if they get off of it. Either that or they're going to crack down on everybody. And decide that like we're not gonna do this anymore. Start playing by the rules. Not gonna happen. Which yeah, <laughs> I'd be surprised if that happened. But so why are they going after? The, are they just going after the biggest team as sort of an example? That's that's what I think because it's it's so weird because for years it's been like everybody knows that financial fair play is what it's called, which is basically like salary cap. Like that's what it's called. Okay. And everybody like from the French leagues and the Italian leagues, PSG, Juventus, like they knew that they were breaking these rules. Every time they'd make a signing, they'd be like, how is that possible? Like they're doing something wrong. <laughs> and then UEFA would never do anything. But so, now they're, I think they're either trying to put a stop to it 
or just you're just trying to get more money. Relate it to the cheating scandal that's going on in our country. <laughs> All these baseball players seem to be absolutely furious with the Astros players and calling them out, saying they're I basically scumbags. In the soccer world, are these <laughs> players like being looked at in that same light? Like, kind of no. like, fuck you, I, we're all signing on the same team and like dominating all the time. And no, 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 it's definitely different because this is super, it's just like the owner of the team, okay. And like the players, they're not like keeping tabs on the financials and mm-hmm. shit, you know. Like, it's like if, a, if the Astros were just like going over the salary cap to sign players, and the I feel like in Europe, the corruption is probably way more. Just, Accepted. It's and normal. They probably got a worse penalty than the Astros did. Oh, yeah, by far. <laughs> Dude, it's literally a two-year postseason ban. Like, like man, a team like Manchester City, all they care about is the Champions League. Yeah. Like they they've won Europe. Like they've won England two years in a row. So they're just gonna play the season now and then not count. Yeah, and that's just gonna be the next. Yeah, the the because the top four teams make it. So if they come in second, then like the be fifth the, team. Will okay. Get and that's why it's crazy because the Champions League is going on right now this year. So they better win this year or else they're fucked. Oh, so they get to play they, this yeah, year. They're there because it's like the middle of the tournament this year. So they have to win. That's pretty hilarious. If they yeah. win, the, if they win, just they like, just be like, fuck, fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't care, right? <laughs> no, they, they wouldn't care. It's so worth it. Have they yeah. won the Champions League recently? Nope. They've, I don't think they've ever won. They were a bad team. Like Manchester United was the team forever. I kind of remember that. Yeah, they're the, the the and then Man City came in out of nowhere. They have the best coach in the world. Do they still have Aguero? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a king. The, he's got the blonde hair. Who the fuck's that? Taking after Brodsky. What team is um? You don't know what team couldn't name two soccer. I know players. he's Brazilian. Neymar. What t- is he just on Brazil or is there he's like on PSG? He plays that? for Paris in France. All these balls. players play for. They all have their the own country, club. and then they play in any European team. Like is he a top guy still? Yes, he's the ones that will pay him the most. Probably the third best player in the world. Wow, boss! They lost today, though. PSG in the Champions League, they lost. They're out. No, are it's, it's are Ronaldo and Messi still? Uh, it's like I know, one I, and two. Yes, and then Neymar is third. Probably. How old are they now? Messi and Ronaldo. Ronaldo, I think, is like thirty-seven. And he's still nasty? Yeah. How? Is he still nuts. on Real Madrid? No, he's on Juventus. Oh, right. No. They just Are they don't, good or no? They just don't get worse when they get older? They're good. They've won the, they've won the Italian league like 10 yeah, years right. in a row. But they always... And that's a question that our friend, our good friend Hector Silva asked um, about him going to Juventus. But they're good. Juventus. They, they just can't win in Europe. Well, the Italian league's pretty bad, right, compared to other leagues. It's it's been on a down spell. The Spanish league is the best one in Spain, and then probably the Premier League. But I mean, it's it's different every year. But we can talk. We'll talk a little bit more soccer in a little bit because I, find it, I do find it interesting. I don't. I don't really follow so, it. It's so unique, and like now what we're used to in American sports. I mean, I'm. I, Relating this back to me, um, I think I think American sports should model themselves after. I mean, besides the corruption, I think it's cool <laughs> that like the team, the good teams are just like the good teams because they are good and like that's it. But it all has to do with money, though. And you like it's like soccer is so top heavy. Yeah, it's 
it, it's good it's and bad. Cool. Because there's like the Premier League, there's 20 teams in the league every year. But there's the big five that they call them. And it, they literally finish top five every single year. They're like in their own league. It's just the five of them. Can I guess them? Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool. It's six. It's six of them. Okay, Liverpool. Manchester City. Manchester United. Uh, Arsenal. Damn, who's the last one? Who am I forgetting? Give me a rich. I have no idea what another name would be. <laughs> Did you know all of those five ones? I know City and United, and I knew uh, Liverpool. Chelsea? Arsenal? I've, like, recognized the names, but I wouldn't have guessed them. Harry Kane is on the team. He's, the, like, a great player. Starts with a T. Tottenham. There you go. I was gonna. S- I, was go. Go- I was gonna say them, but I thought they were not good enough. They're like the sixth team. They're like the, but they're good. They, they're they they were in the Champions League final last year. All right. Well, let the me Spurs. tell you. Spurs. Yeah. This isn't a soccer podcast, so let's. Uh, you really try to make it one. Let's move on. I was being asked questions on all, right. all angles. Well, I'm, since I'm, we're just talking I'm about interested. the format of the the European Soccer League, let's talk about. Uh, you know, something Alex has been pretty against in the past, which is an opposite format with the draft and Joe Burrow. Oh, right. Ah. Yes. Okay. Because so the soccer, you can just sign whoever headline. you want, right? It's like you choose wherever you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. There's no <clears throat> draft or anything. So, okay. Um, <clears throat> I want to combine this with a question that we had last week from uh, this kid is actually our number one listener. Spence Ng? <laughs> <laughs> Besides Spencing, he's our boy. Shout out Spencing. Spence. No, Julian uh, Pereira. Who's disrespecting? Julian. Ju- calling a. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> Julian Pereira. His question, and we got a lot of leftover questions from last week that we we're going to get to tonight. But this was worthy enough of its own topic because of the news that came out today. So the question is now that Joe Burrow. Nope. Sorry. Now that the Bengals have announced that they're hearing offers for the Burrow pick, what's the best landing spot for Burrow? And who has the real capital to get the pick? So that's what Julian asked. And we're going to couple it with the fact that the news came out today that Burrow, what do you say, all of a sudden that he's looking, he doesn't want to go to the Bengals? He didn't say that. He didn't say, I don't want to play for the Bengals. He just said, you know, something about I have leverage and – you know, they're going to feel out the process, and if they don't, one side doesn't like the other side, you know, whatever. He basically said, I have the leverage. He never said, I don't want to play for Cincinnati. He doesn't have leverage, though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> he could he could pull an Eli. Yeah, if he wants, if he's a soft. But it's not, it's not unprecedented. <clears throat> yeah. But well, do the Bengals, like, have they been listening to offers for the pick? That's what I'm, Julian Julian said that now. Maybe, the I mean, everyone said last year, uh, who was, who was uh, Murray? The Cardinals were shopping around. Not shopping around, but listening to offers. Everyone listens to offers. It doesn't mean anything. It's just to make a headline that so what, makes it seem like they're looking to trade the pick. What would you want if you were the Bengals and, and somebody wanted the first-round pick? First overall pick. A franchise quarterback. And, yeah, quarterback. <laughs> Um, like the Dolphins have multiple firsts this year, but I don't think they would want to. I don't think they'd want to trade down all the way to five. Boys. 
They're terrible. Because if I'm not getting Joe Burrow number like, one overall, why wouldn't they want Joe Burrow? That's why I would just never trade the pick. They no, they won't trade the pick. So I, I'm just you said what who could trade up for them? But like the Chargers the didn't trade the pick either. That's so that's a good point. What if Burrow like demands he's not playing for the Bengals? Then, then I guess what's the, or the price they could say they go play in the Tua XFL. They get drafted and trade with whoever drafts Tua. And they would have no leverage. It would just have to be one for one. But also, like, can't, can't you call Burrow's bluff? Be like, what do you mean? Like, you're just not going to play football? You can, but then you risk him holding out. Is he not going to play football for four years? Is that what it means? Like, what what is the punt? Like, what I don't is think it? you, like. You can't, can't you just choose not to sign with the team? Yeah, but then, but then, then if you, you want to play in the NFL, agent? you have to play with the team that drafted you, I think, by, like. Within a certain amount of years. When would you be XFL. able to just be a free agent? <laughs> I would assume like the next season, but that's a pretty big assumption. Wouldn't that happen more often then? Do pl- do players want to sit doing nothing for a full year? I don't think Joe Burrow would want to do that. He's already, what, 23? Yeah, he was. And at that point, the Bengals would just be like, all right, fine, like give me Tua. That's true. They would just take Tua. But he's, so that, would work, to, but that would work in Burrow's favor then. Yes. But he, he doesn't. He doesn't he does get, have leverage. He still doesn't get no, to pick the team he plays for. What if he doesn't want to play yeah, for Miami like, or would whoever? Would he rather be? Is Miami but that this better? This is exactly than, what Eli Manning did. But he no, wanted to play no, no, in no, New no, York. But, but yeah, and they the the whole San Diego thing was like the GM and the owner like they didn't like the front office. It wasn't about like the in-game situation, which I mean, I've heard that the Bengals front office is terrible too. But the Dolphins, I mean. He's also from Ohio. Right. (laughs) But that's not playing in his favor, apparently. Like, if I had to put money on it, I'd say he probably ends up playing for the Bengals. Yeah, and he's going to. This isn't something we haven't seen before. He never never said he didn't want to play for them, so it's obviously being blown up. And if he does pull that, then he's soft. And he's gonna wear a big dick Joe hat, and he can Oh, they're not—they're not good enough for me. I don't want to <laughs> go there. I might for not Eli. be good. <laughs> big dick Joe. Looking big back in hindsight, Joe. Eli Manning made a really good decision. Did he? Shut up! Shut up! What? We, the, yeah, I—he I, did make a good decision because he gave the Chargers. Don't Phillip bring your Rivers, emotion into a this. Better quarterback. And he won two Super Bowls. What team? You can't say he made a good decision though. He played for a better organization. What, but you don't know. Okay. Like you have to have the okay, alternative okay. universe of what now, would have happened. No, I'm just, deciding. I'm just, I'm just like, I don't think Eli Manning changes the Chargers organization. I think they're a bad organization. No. And the Phillip Giants Rivers are, wins four rings with the Giants. How yeah, <laughs> but that that has nothing to do with. That's it. not what he's talking about. But Eli okay, Manning so made a good decision. <laughs> Eli Manning was lucky. The Giants were in a in the position. To be in, like, to be able to trade for him after the Giants were drafting, they weren't drafting second. They were drafting top top three or four though. No, I they think they were Rivers. drafting fourth. Okay, but what now? Now that's you, the thing. The Giants. Where did, where did were the Giants drafting second? Second, <clears throat> fourth, I think. Okay, so now the Giants, who are were a pretty good organization at the time, are in position to draft the other quarterback, Philip Rivers, and trade yes. for him. The top five this year are the Redskins. And the the Lions and the Dolphins and all these terrible organizations who are going to be in position to pick Tua, so he's still going to go. So it's not like he can yeah, but get he his might. way onto the Steelers or one of these like elite teams. Yeah, Who's, but he might he might just 
and he might just not want to play for the Bengals. I do think it like it's definitely blown out of proportion. He's, yeah, he said like one sentence, but I think he was dumb to say that too. <laughs> Who do you think he is? I don't know what he means by it. I just yeah. don't get it. <laughs> like, why would you, you know say what, you, you know what? It would, it would only be smart if he, he has this whole plan right like, now. If he doesn't, otherwise, he's just an it's idiot. like why he reminds me. <laughs> he reminds me of of Mayfield. He's got this tough Stop guy act. Thinks he's better than everyone he already. No, no. Yes, he Come does. On. He's yes, he like does. That. Yes, he is. Except he, except he fucking he thrashed like every yeah, team. Yeah, except he, he delivered on what he yeah, said he would do. Baker Mayfield thrashed teams too. Didn't win no, no he did college not have the greatest college football season of all time. He had one of the best seasons no, he ever. Didn't. He, he, he made he the playoffs amazing. and lost in the first round. All right, they Got weren't as creamed. good as LSU. No, Burrow. Did. He was just as good. He Burrow's was the first better, overall pick too. Oh, Burrow's a better prospect. Better. He's Burrow also eighty-five better. years old. Burrow is. But you're saying it's blown so out of proportion. This is where we're starting here because he's already twenty-five. <laughs> I, I years over. I think Baker Mayfield's good. I think he has just no, 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 his dude, attitude no. is a problem. Okay, so okay, Burrow we don't need is to make this about Baker Mayfield. Bur- that's what I'm saying. Burrow is better than Baker was coming out of college. Is he better? Baker he put is up better. more no, more he's years. A, he's of, a better prospect. He is. Yes, he did. Burrow had, had years the greatest play. fucking year of a college quarterback ever. His team was stacked. Okay, no, that's not true. It's not true. Who was Tell who was Baker's it. quarterback? Um, who wide was his quarterback? Wide receivers. Baker Mayfield. Wide receivers those years. I couldn't name them. Who were LSU's wide receivers? They had you. They had that guy you said oh, last that, week. Oh, that's that the guy. number one receiver in the country. It, Oklahoma had that guy also. Who? To say the names. That guy. So you don't know them, so how can you decide? I'm who's going better? off what you were saying. You said they had the best receiver in the country. He was an underclassman. Yes. He's very good. And from everything <laughs> we've been talking about, everyone says LSU is one of the most stacked college football teams because of all of time Joe with five first round picks, ten because in the next of two Joe years. Burrow. Okay, so Joe Burrow is he had a better year than, than Baker. Okay, Mayfield. he had one better year. He had a better year. He's more hyped up and than Baker he's Mayfield. not a f- as much as the yes, he's more hyped up. They won the championship, and he wore the big dick hat, so everyone thinks he's the best. So no, that's what best. it's all about. He why. wore a big dick hat, I, and you don't yes, like him exa- because of that. That's not why. I, don't, I didn't say I don't why, like him. Yes, I said his attitude is. could be a problem. He's he doesn't a, have an attitude. He doesn't really have an attitude. He's got a. I think I'm better than everyone already. He is. Yeah, he should. <laughs> he's not better than anyone. Anyone. Any one of these NFL teams he's yet. Never, no, never played in the NFL. It's different though because Baker thought he already had a Super Bowl when he got drafted. And d- when the when the Browns so is, won like is, six games, he was like, "Yeah, we're we're the team to beat here." Like Burrow just like hasn't really said Burrow, shit. Burrow, he's yet. dude, he's very quiet. Like Baker, it was a loud mouth. Like okay, maybe he's a little loud. Yeah, I'm the shit. biggest Baker hater, and if he was anything like Baker, you know, I'd be all over it. Maybe Burrow Baker's a little more football. in your face. He really just like he doesn't talk much. He just like he's plays nasty too. and he plays football. He kills it, and then he says. I know I'm good, and because I'm showing it. But he did, and that's did he, it. He, he didn't say that. No, whatever you got, you oh, with the big dick thing. Yeah, no, no, no. You the argued with me about fun. being humble and the whole Heisman speech or whatever. Yeah, I don't think that speech makes him humble. I okay, think he, but like, you said there's a lot of really good not you, humble players. Right, but before the Heisman speech and in the national championship, you said you were like, "I can't wait till Burrow fucking loses," and then like, oh, I said like, it would have been is for yeah. him to fucking be bad, whatever. That, and then oh, I watched well, him okay, play, well, and he was incredible. He, yeah, that game was ridiculous. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't say he wasn't good, but but now like he 
yeah, realizing I, I, he doesn't I, I, really say anything. He's just a confident number one overall I don't pick. Think he's the best quarterback like in the fucking country right now as a college player. As a college player, yes. Two is better. Listen, I hope so. From this conversation. He's going to be. Um, what? Richard will always <laughs> hope Yeah, for now Joe you're Burrow's anti-Burrow now all of a sudden? I was, I'm was. i not anything Burrow. That's yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You're labeled for life now, anti-Burrow. I said I wasn't anti-Baker, too. I'm not anti-Baker either. I think he's good. I believe that. I know you don't hate I Baker. think he's annoying, but. Um, so that's that's our Joe Burrow piece. I think he's a bitch if he demands a trade. I don't think he's demanding a trade. I don't think he is either. He's not, and I have been saying he didn't say that, so <laughs> I'm not. Like, <laughs> Richard's like, let's not overreact to this. <laughs> I think he's going yeah. to do shit. He's like, he'll never make it in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> he can be good. It's just like, gonna are you gonna, you're going to draft him first overall, and he has four years left of his career? You wouldn't. If you're the, if you're the Bengals, you wouldn't take him number one overall? You got Justin what Herbert on the board. I don't Herbert me. <laughs> Are people sleeping <laughs> on Tua? Because he heard he his hip. Me. All of a sudden, Tua's not good. Ooh, hip. You don't like to see that. No, he's... I understand why Burrow's the number one, but Tua's better. What would you do if you were the Bengals? I'd pick Chase Young. <laughs> Dayton gonna let these... Run it back with the red rifle. Here? Stop, stop. They're winning. I have money line. Can't, they just have to win the game. Can't put the... Foot on the neck. If I was the Bengals, I'd trade for Embiid. Shut up. (laughs) All right, let's get on. Go on to something different. All right, we'll start the stamp shreds now. What was that? Wasn't that one of the stamp shreds? No. That was a question. Wasn't a didn't you have a stamp stamp shred that was related to Joe Burrow that you were gonna morph with the question? question? It was a question and a headline that we had. Did you stamp or shred anything? <laughs> I thought that's what it was supposed to be. <laughs> Did any of us stamp anything? Move on. Okay. So we're going to stamp or shred now. We're going to get into some professional sports. In the We didn't talk about United States football of America. Teams for another just professional NASCAR drivers. I thought we talked college for a lot. We, we talked talk college and we talked European sports. Did we not talk about multiple NFL teams in that conversation? Is he kidding me? Do you not have a nicotine stick? We're literally talking about the NFL draft. I don't. I don't. You can leave now. (laughs) All right. What's the stamp shred? Go ahead. You're going to ask me? Um, (laughs) Something about the All-Stars trying hard? Okay. So our first stamper shred that we've done in in a couple weeks, it is the new NBA All-Star game. Is good for the NBA. Stamp or shred. <laughs> the new, uh, new All Star format is better off for the NBA. Stamp or shred. You fucking get what it. You get yeah, what they saying. actually played hard. So you stamp it. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was entertaining at the end. Yeah, I mean, it, it was entertaining at the end. I don't know how much it really moves the needle on anything. Uh, it's one game um, where the, all the best players try for one quarter. Uh, it was interesting yeah. how they were winning for the charities. Like, I think that's a cool aspect of it. And I, then the I whole 24 thing. Each quarter, yeah, each quarter you're playing for a charity. And then, like, obviously there's a the winner. Um, 
I like the whole 24 thing, like playing to a number so that it always ends on like a game winner or something. Isn't it a little weird for you're playing for charities and it's like one charity against another? Like the charity that wins and then you just have an entirely other charity that just like loses. Wait, I didn't know that's how it works. Isn't I'm it like because I, I remember they at the all end, get something. Maybe you know, at the end where it was like all the team Giannis shirts and all the team LeBron yes, yes. shirts, and it's like they're all like super hyped in the crowd, and then LeBron wins, and like they're going crazy, and then you have like just team Giannis, who like they they probably deserve some fucking. Charity I'm sure they. Work. I bet it's like and this all one just maybe like, gets more. You know, that's pretty funny. It was like <laughs> it's funny and it's sad. It was just like. Because they do the charities each quarter where, like, the winning team gets to pick their charity. Right. Shouldn't they all just, like, <laughs> there's enough money in the NBA to just. I'm sure they all. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure there sure is some other fucking <laughs> empty-handed. Like, damn it. We gotta wait till next year. <laughs> oh, fuck, we have to pay for our flights, too. <laughs> no, they definitely get it was just weird. to the game. But that's yeah. not that you want the charity to like. Uh, I'm sure they donate to the charity. I hope so. I, ho- I hope they do that. But so you're you're stamping the new format. You like it? Yeah, I like it. I don't know, I, but I don't think it's Honestly, good or bad for, for uh, me. Yeah, for just three better, quarters, I, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, and then I don't like for it. the last one. It, Why? I don't like it. I don't think that they should be playing like that. You don't think they should be playing hard? No. So you're so mad the they played hard? Yes. What, then, then at that point, what's no. the point? So Why do they have the All-Star game? You so, don't want them to have the All-Star game? Because it's like a joke. It's just like a nice like showcase of the best players in the league. Like, but like, it's what not if, a like, showcase if they're not playing hard. No, but okay, so you have the best players in the world. It's going to be great until like Joel Embiid fucking tears his ACL. Okay, like, what about don't hard. burn it? What if that, okay? Dude. What if that Thursday they play the Hawks and then he tears his ACL? Okay, at Could least have, you did it in a meaningful game and yeah, meant the, something. And you can first, get you're not just you can get hurt out. not trying. It's almost it's almost you can get you have, you're at more risk to get hurt if you're why don't not they, trying. So why don't they tackle each other in the Pro Bowl? Because they're playing. Why don't football? they check each other in hockey in, in the All Star game? Uh, no nobody nobody wants more to get physical hurt. sports than no, basketball. No, but football's do, not they, more physical than basketball. No, what do you mean? They do tackle no, each other in the because Pro Bowl. you saw how <laughs> passive it was in the first three quarters, and then how much more physical it was in the fourth quarter. But football's you're saying why don't they, the reason they don't run full speed in the Pro Bowl is because it's much easier to get hurt in football than basketball. But people the, get hurt the Pro all Bowl the time. season's over. In anything, doing anything. Fucking uh, guy in the least... Mets got hurt by a pig. <laughs> you can get hurt anywhere at any time. And you but you're not you you're get... not at less of a risk of getting hurt if you're not trying. Richard, if okay, if Anthony Davis, God forbid, tore his ACL in that All Star game, it would suck. Would you be pissed that he was playing in the All Star game? No, of co- that's bullshit. Of course I, you. No, would. I wouldn't. You'd be like, why I'd is he like, going so like, hard? Dude, they no, fucking play like in the All Star game every the mill, year. Like, no, it's, but, it's just run of the mill shit. No, but it's not run of the mill shit because the way that they were playing. They were playing Dude, as playing, hard as they you play could. They played basketball all year round. But like, if you tear your you ACL at any against time, the Hawks, you can get hurt playing at pickup at the gym. But they don't. But okay, if yeah, he they did do that, that, if he did that, you'd be pissed. No, I wouldn't. They have to play the sport. No, no. 
No. It would suck. It'd be like, fuck, okay, you got no. hurt then, but like, no. that's just what they do. No. It, would, it, and they, it if, wouldn't be a reason to be like, they should change the format of the so, All-Star game. But they didn't need to change the format of the All-Star They want to make it more interesting. Yo, you're crazy. You think yo. the four... Okay. If LeBron tore his ACL... First of all, the I don't Hawks think in a regular season game. It's his fault. That's like shit. Like that's he's no, playing the season. His, it's it his happens. fault if he gets hurt in the All Star game because he has the right to not play in it. Okay, that's fine. But they it's think not the that fault of the NBA. No, no, it's not. It's not the NBA's responsibility. It's the players that want to go in and play, but they're also the ones that are going to go like extra hard and try to win the game. Like if if you have LeBron, like the last play, so of then the they game, shouldn't do the All Star game. No, you the, you do the All Star no, game because like they you did get, it for the past twenty years. They're not going to like a joke. The no, first three no, quarters. How no, much the more NBA's of a risk job is, it? is to market like the league? Yeah, Yo, you're so, crazy, dude. If you you're saying this now because it hasn't happened, if the best player now, on your team got hurt in the All Star game, now be it would so suck. Pissed. Now, I would be yes, pissed. Like, why the obviously, fuck is he you playing get, you in get the pissed game? in any situation. But no, listen to me for a second. Now, especially now that we've seen one of these all-star games with a different format, every player knows that if it's close at the fourth quarter, people are going to be going hard. If you if you can't do that, then sit out. If you can and you're willing to accept the risk, then go play. And then that's if you get hurt, then so be it. No, that's not that's I, not the I point. Like, what's why your point? I don't understand. Worrying about point. professional athletes playing hard. It because doesn't fucking it's a, matter. It's in a game that doesn't mean anything, dude. What but are you they can get hurt any time. Do but anywhere. at least if they can get hurt in practice. Okay, but that's like you're you're going towards something. Like if you get hurt but, in a game against the Pacers, like that's that's the sport. You might don't get play. hurt, but they can get you hurt in the off play. season. Okay, Marcus right, Cousins tore his ACL working out and like right, playing. But it a, wasn't just like, but like he was trying to play the game, like he was getting he better. Been it's fucking practice around. Or Who knows? Okay, but that, but okay, it's just like an unnecessary thing. But then they shouldn't have it if John Wall not fucking try. Oh, no. ruined his yes. entire career in his house. Dude, it, it's so different. Like, I don't get what your point is, like. Because it's that you don't need the, you saw the so game if, that they've been playing. Okay. You don't the, need Giannis jumping from the foul line to try to block LeBron in a meaningless game. If he fucking tears his meniscus, is it worth it? He is has it the right it? to sit out. It's that's the NBA's I'm, job to say, all right, let's put it. together I'm something that's going to be fun. I'm not blaming it on the NBA or the players. So I'm just get, saying just that like, it doesn't, is. It doesn't the, need to be that serious. It shouldn't be that serious. It's it was serious every player's for, right. It's, be great it's every until, player's right to make it as serious as they want to. So Damian Lillard I, got hurt and said, "I'm not playing in this shit," and I'm sure he's not that hurt. So you don't think these professional athletes can just I'm handle saying, ten minutes of playing hard? No, you can get hurt any minute of the game. Paul George fucking so then they snapped his leg in play half. in the game. If that's not, what you're I'm not, saying. I'm not saying they that can it's get the hurt in the game whether they're trying it's... or not. So if they get hurt in the All Star game, then you'd still be pissed whether they were trying or not. So yeah. then you, they shouldn't play. You don't want the All Star game. No, but if you're gonna go in it, they you should, should play. Like you else. go, you go light. You go easy. Like the first three quarters of the game. The what? What so I then saw. Why would yeah, I watch it? And why would they put it on? You don't have to watch it. I'm saying it's super. So it was. It was very entertaining. If they're gonna do that, it's more of a waste of time to. And you could still risk getting hurt if they're just gonna lollygag and do nothing. So don't have it. That's fine. Just as much of. A I'd risk. rather not have it than it be a real game. I don't know anything about this, but I th I think it's just as much of a risk to be out there lollygagging, fucking around. Not when everybody is doing it. 
No. They say that in football where it's like, oh, if you're not going 100%, you're going to get hurt. Not if everybody on the court is going soft Dude, and they're all protecting themselves and it's easy. Basketball, it's everyone's making contact too. It's like it's, it's a physical a show- game. It's not the, a showcase of the best players in the league. The if like in the first, is. second, and third quarter, it's literally just guys First person yeah, to is. touch the ball on the other side of the court just has a wide open of lane. Of course to it dunk. is. That's what it's been How for the past thirty of, years. That's not a showcase. That's why nobody talent. watches it. It's, that's okay, why it so sucks. Fine. So you don't have to watch it. Okay, so then it shouldn't exist. I'd rather not watch it than have. If I was a, a 76ers fan, a diehard Sixers fan, and I'm watching Joel Embiid, who's injury prone, go as hard as he can because whatever pride you that want they him to have play play, at all, I agree with you. So then, but why I can't the All Star game because. There's a, there's something to be said about limiting risk. If I have Joel Embiid going against Giannis in a game where it doesn't matter, and he's and and obviously his competitive spirit is not going to think in his mind that he's going to get hurt. He's going to fucking tear his ace. Somebody's going to get hurt. And you're also thinking about this from a pure like competition standpoint, where it's like that's what only a fan only... would think. But it's not the, the NBA's the... responsibility to do that, or the players. The players want to go and play and market themselves and have moments and all that shit. I'm not disagreeing with that. And I'm they have saying. every right to do it. And they have the right to sit out, too, if, if their values are there. So it's I, on I, the players. I'm not, I, that's what I'm saying. It's not anybody's responsibility. It's on the players to not play. It's they not could, on the NBA to protect could, them from playing. It just seems like it was a great idea this it year. Is a great idea. Everybody it loved made it, it. More entertaining. It down the line, it's gonna somebody's gonna get hurt, and they're gonna and reevaluate the whole thing. Cry. They're gonna reevaluate the whole thing. No, they're just gonna be like, if you want to sit out, you can sit out, but we need to make. I it. don't it think the format made them try hard. Richard, do you want do you I want don't... Sam Darnold to play four straight games in the preseason? Do you want him to play every game? No. So Why dumb. not? That's so compl- much different. Why? Completely different because he's playing oh, against game. irrelevant players and not going to the All Star game to play with the best of so, the best and be shown with the best it's, in front of on national it, TV. But it, it's okay. So wouldn't you want him to play in the preseason and get as much game reps as he can? I would want him to play the nor- what a, they normally so let's, do. Let's why, make the situations why, why comparable. Why doesn't he play though? Let's make he this. Play, he does so he, play. But, but that's why, not a comparable situation. He doesn't at all. play. Let's make so the situation comparable. That's not why. That is the why reason that they don't play. A hundred percent. Okay, but let's make the situations comparable and say there's a mid-season NFL Pro Bowl. If Sam Darnold wanted to play in it, he has every right to do that. Of course, or he can sit out like a lot of players do. That's in the not Pro what Bowl. I'm saying. I'm not saying who's right it is to do what. If Sam Darnold. Was playing in the mid-season Pro Bowl and the Jets were it would, ten and I one. Didn't say I would, would want you it. want it? It would suck. I would hate it. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm in, saying in the long it, run, it's not worth it. Okay, so then that that's what I'm saying. So you think they shouldn't have an All Star game? Yeah, probably. All right. <laughs> yeah. What? What the fuck? Just give them the honor of it. Don't play in the game. Or or play in the game and but have it. Protected. My point is they can get hurt literally any time doing anything, and like it's not but meaningless. That, it's for the M- the literal game that they are supporting and and trying to get people to tune into. And they like playing. It. People are tuning yeah. in. People are tuning in already. Aren't the ratings down? You think that that All Star game is bringing the ratings? No, back it's up not. For the it's Denver irrelevant. Nuggets fucking and I also I don't think game? like the 1988 All Star game is one of like the classic moments in like NBA I don't history. think the I don't think the format made them okay. try hard. Like they these okay. players want to be a part no, of these I think moments. what happened was it was the first game after uh, what happened with Kobe, and you know it just like 
was running high. Everyone wants to win that first one. It's like uh, the tributes everywhere for him. It's the I fourth quarter. Fair. And I think it'll, it'll each year it'll probably just be the, just like the regular All-Star game always is. No, I, I don't agree with the last point you made. I think everybody was certainly trying harder because of Kobe and the fact that it was a close game. But I also think that the, the way that the rules were created, it, it creates a closer game. Just the way that it naturally cultivates like a uh, a more competitive game in the fourth quarter. Like what if no, next year? No what if next year Team LeBron's up by twenty in the fourth? So then they're not going to try in the fourth quarter. Okay, but like, but it, and then when it was the other form, when it was other format, when it was a close game, they would try at the end. Yes, but no. you have so an it was the same thing. I think Matt's actually right. You have about an entire that. quarter that's not time. Because in the fourth what quarter, what if they were up by twenty this year? In the fourth, then they quarter, probably wouldn't have tried as no, hard in the fourth no, quarter hey. if they did. No, 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 no. I think Matt's right because in the fourth quarter there's a target score, and whoever's down by twenty is just going to go that much harder. And if the other team's not trying, then they're just going to win, well, and yeah. then it's going to end there's up no, being the, close. The point that there's no clock at the end, like that's a big deal. You, it's just like street, like just tee them up and and stop them from scoring. I think I think it's good. And if I think if it's different though when you realize extra- how hard. Sorry, I'm sorry. I think it's different when you realize how hard you have to go down twenty than when you're going in with a score that close. Like, oh, let's we can win this, go back and forth. Like, but that has hard. nothing to do no, with. They, you think they, they're gonna go all out to catch up and score forty four points? They also know that the other team's not trying. But that also is just completely circumstantial. Right, well, you don't know for a little bit. Like it could, they could be. <laughs> but people are gonna really try that hard. Down but that's 20 but, and okay. But, but okay. Like, but but that's super I circumstantial. You that like, like you're this. just hoping that that year they might be down by twenty. It could be close every year. You're just assuming that they're down by twenty one year, and then it won't it won't matter. And also the rest. Who they try hard in the it. other close Who? games too in the All Star game when it's close in the fourth? They've so been you think hard that they you think that this Steph Curry in okay. the corner? And so you think that smothering this, him? So you think they could have gotten hurt there? They could have torn their ACL. So this year's All Star game was the same year. as every other year. This was more. This was the same thing as every other year when it might be no, close I think in the last two minutes. There was also an emotional reason for them to be going hard, dude. The way that the game was designed was for it to be close and competitive. In the fourth quarter, and it was executed perfectly. Yeah, they did it. Okay, I think so it'll don't lose compare its, it to the lose other, its luster because, like, Curry had the last shot with 30 uh, seconds left. It happened not, to be close. They were trying hard. It's just that's it's your not, issue. Your issue is that they're trying hard. No, at, but okay. your issue is that they try hard at any point in the All Star game. No, and they no. did that in previous ones all the time. At one point in the fourth quarter, if it was close, they tried hard. So and they why they get changed hurt. the entire rules of the game if that they they did it already? They had the the close quarters already. They just, Curry no, they had just one locked it shot. in. So I bet you, if you think if Kobe died, they would have done the same exact thing. Yes, score twenty four yes. in the fourth. Not twenty four. It would have been a different target number because Chris Paul mm-hmm. said that they were working on a more competitive All Star game, and then when Kobe passed away, twenty four made sense for the target number. They said that. They okay. didn't just come up with that in three days. Okay, I didn't know that, but I still think it doesn't. It's it's doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, dude. If 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 Sam, I'm bringing it back to Sam Darnold. Okay, if he got hurt, it would suck it would, in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Would it be worth it? No, so I'm not saying I like the, the All Star game. So wouldn't you rather not have the the All Star game than have yes, your, your I would rather not have it. But if they're gonna try, it's not. It's I'm not gonna be like more pissed. They could like yeah. they could have gotten hurt doing anything. They're yeah. just playing basketball. If they they get hurt playing basketball, what they do every single day of their lives. But if you it's have essentially it going pr- towards a purpose. 
They've why, tried why hard. Practice? But, but why isn't the All-Star game of purpose? Because why isn't it practice? What is it Yeah, exactly. They're playing basketball They're playing against, pra- the, best basketball against the best players in but the league. Not, what is it accomplished, though? Getting better. Pra- what is no, what does practicing accomplish? I don't think they should practice either. So then they shouldn't tra- they shouldn't they shouldn't train. They, don't play they, they shouldn't do any, they shouldn't work like a, on the game like of basketball. It's a good practice session. <laughs> and it's for more than just it's that, like you no, said no, promoting no, so the sure, league and sure, their sure, brand. Sure. Many okay, many so? positives. And of it. it's a time for them all to come together and like right. talk so to each other about ball so and that's what the All-Star how, game was for the past however long it was. Now the, these new rules are trying to so make now they tried hard for ten minutes, just like they've done any other day of their career. So they, it's they an haven't outrage. done that. They didn't do that last year in the All Star game. They've tried hard for ten minutes in a situation that didn't matter, probably multiple times a and year. That's, and, and that's also something you do in practice. That? Is like, all right, okay, that's practice 10. though. That's unavoidable. Like you are practicing to get better and do that. You don't have to go a hundred percent. Yo, did you guys watch? I the don't. All-Star okay, game? that's my yes. point. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay, they're so going that's so hard. that's my point. The issue isn't that they're going one hundred percent. It's the fact that the game exists, and that should be people. Everyone, no, I can't believe fine. that they would try hard. Like that's not the problem. It just no, should be that they could they could get hurt any time playing in that game, so they shouldn't play. If that's your attitude, you shouldn't be pissed that they're trying. But you, there's, there's you should be pissed risk, that they're playing at all. An amount of risk that's involved in the game. Okay, but the fact that the there's any risk, risk in, in everything. There's an amount right. of so okay. The what's, fact what's more risky? Okay, going and fifty percent or going hundred. The fact that there's any risk in your attitude about it. I don't think there's much of a difference there. The fact that there's <laughs> any risk in your attitude the towards the situation the should mean that you think that they shouldn't play at all. Then, yeah, like, sure. So then I'd I, I agree with that. Go so I don't think the the level of trying matters. But I do think it because it's 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 less of a it's it's a more reasonable side of each argument. You'd rather them not play at all or go a hundred percent or let's compromise and they go fifty percent and fifty percent. It's it, it's zero or a hundred or fifty and fifty, and you can meet the Dude, best the, of what, both and, worlds. And then what do you do when somebody tears their ACL going fifty percent? It's been like that for thirty You'd be like, years. Oh, everybody's got to go harder ACL? so they could be just. Who has torn their ACL in the past? Who 30 tore years their ACL game? in the fourth quarter? Wait for it, dude. Wait. Okay. How many? Wait how many? It. That's all I'm saying is that it might be riskier to see, and then when somebody does that, you're gonna. How many? If LeBron tore his ACL, how many that game, major players have are out for the year this year that got hurt this year? They played in meaningful games that mattered. Who? 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 The title. Who? Who's what? Name players that have gotten hurt in the NBA this year. No. This season or this last season that are out for the year. Just this year. Steph Curry. Um, Kyrie Irving, Thompson. he got hurt last year. I don't, that that doesn't yeah. count apparently. I thought we were Towns missed a bunch of games. Um, I mean, I don't know what like what what point are you making? How many more players do I have? To name? <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, I honestly forgot okay. where I was going right. with that. <laughs> I'm glad that I listed those players. But like, <laughs> they, like they, the point is they they got hurt in meaningful games. The regular season is supposed to mean something. Whether or not it does is besides the point, but Yeah, and that they, too. People say are, the regular season doesn't matter and okay, they hate that the it, regular they don't try in the regular season. And now load management's this whole thing. So yeah. basically Those people are, are saying so, you shouldn't try in the regular so season. You're a big though. defender of load management. Isn't it, I agree isn't with it that. fucking cool? Yeah, so saying you're saying they shouldn't go deeming those games game that not matter. that important. Isn't it Kawhi's fucking problem? If he's going to take off regular season games and then go hard in the fourth quarter of an all-star game, 
shouldn't he like wouldn't the logical thing for him to be like this game doesn't matter i'm gonna sit out yes that's a fair so point. it's so it's his fault i get that but what i'm saying is the way that the rules are because you have to like to a certain extent you have to protect the players from this well from themselves no, it's you the don't. Competitive nature of it's of the NBA. Like, yeah. They want to market. They want to make money. That's it. Okay. They don't give a fuck they, about yeah, a player in the league. They know, like they know LeBron what LeBron James, like, you face think... of the league. They don't give a fuck about it. I, I get, I get all the financial aspects behind it. I'm just saying, like they shouldn't do it because if they're not going to protect anyone, got hurt, that's fucking. It, it would ruin the NBA. Then well, your favorite player is an idiot. What happened if LeBron tore his ACL in the All-Star game? Would that not ruin the rest of the league? No. If, of course it would. It'd make if a the, lot of money. <laughs> the best player on the favorite team, it wouldn't ruin the fi- fucking money of the league, maybe. It probably would, though. No, it if, wouldn't. If the best player on the favorite of the NBA finals... How much the money they probably make off the All-Star game? They would lose money if that happened. If LeBron tore his ACL... They lost money when he went to the Lakers for being on the West Coast. But they, but like he Wouldn't runs, he runs the risk. No one's. Ar- I'm he not runs the risk that. of tearing his ACL every night. But it's worth it. Why? Because if, it's a if real people game. aren't watching the games on the West That's Coast. That's an NBA problem. Is it worth it's it? not a LeBron problem. That's an NBA problem. They. I don't think there's a solution t- to your problem. Yeah, there is. I think everyone. All Star game. Everyone was for the past thirty years. Everybody's, no like, all ever... excited. Like, oh, it was great. Like, it was so competitive. I saw Kemba Walker miss a wide-open layup with two minutes left in the game. I think he sucks. two but... minutes left untimed. Yeah, with two points left. He was, like, a game-winning layup. He fucking blew it. But you're getting all excited about these one individual moments in the grand scheme of things. Who's it's, that excited? It's... The two of you. I'm not you excited at all. I don't care. I just think it was. It was, uh, was I just don't think. I don't think it matters that they tried. I think that. I think that's ridiculous. Okay, so if LeBron, if, the, if these went guys can't, if these freaks of nature shot. at these athletic freaks of nature can't try hard for ten minutes, then what are they? What are they doing? Why? Why are you, they professional athletes? You've seen the NBA. You can. Break or tear and, yes, anything I know. on any play. I know, and you Paul like, George, do you like the fall down contest? your stairs and Freak? tear your Achilles. Okay. Do but, you like the dunk contest? Do you like the skills competition? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. The dunk contest people, is probably more people dangerous don't have than n- the non-contact. Okay, all but time. Derek Jones Jr. is playing in it, and it doesn't matter <laughs> if he gets hurt. <laughs> You're not having LeBron James right. dunk we, on Giannis. We should reel this in. Um. But that was a good Just debate. Like you think LeBron should know better than to? Like, I still, really then they go shouldn't. Play. I still don't. I still don't really get your point. So then they shouldn't play. You don't get my point. No, I get. I get. I get it, but I just don't LeBron think LeBron like, should know better think, than to not go hard. What are, what are you going to do? Everyone's like, oh, so overprotective. What can you do? Athletes. Should play. Everyone's so over. Someone's like, going to get hurt. Someone's going to get hurt. It's okay. Everyone like like treats them like they're glass. Because they are. They no, get hurt every not. fucking night. All these guys are playing in the All Star game. A lot of these healthy. guys have have played fucking seventy games each of the last like ten years. Fair. So what I said, what I originally said, was a guy like Joel Embiid should not be going all all that's, out. That, then like, but it's his choice to do it. I. That's what I'm saying. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying. 
they should so get avoid pissed at Joel, those situations. So get pissed at Joel happen. Embiid. I am very pissed at Joel Embiid for a Why, lot of Why, for shake and baking LeBron out of Don't his shoes? Don't shake and bake me. Somebody's never even seen <laughs> Talladega Nights. <laughs> that was a hell of a move. He and he did. played well. He hit him with the dream shake very badly. That was sick. That's a piss. I'm glad I saw that. I'm glad he played in the game. Was it worth it? If he gets hurt to play afterwards, that you miss him for the entire Eastern Conference Finals? I don't Is give a fuck. It? You wouldn't care if he sat out the whole Eastern Conference Finals because you saw the dream shake. I would. I would. Don't, don't even de- no. What? I, it would be unfortunate that he got injured. Doesn't matter the circumstance. How much worse does it does it make it that Seth Lugo broke his toe in the fucking hotel room, or if he's on the court, on the on, if he's on the field? It, it's the same. It doesn't matter. It all doesn't matter. He's ma- just walking around his house. And he was like doing a circus act and he broke his arm. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> but, he, but that's so much more positive than fucking walking that's around also your hotel like, room. The all-star game is basketball. It's not, they're, <laughs> they're not juggling knives. <laughs> they're doing what they do every night. Moron. <laughs> What's next? Scraps. <laughs> We're fired up. Should we scrap them up? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got to go first, though. Matt McGloin. All right. All right. So that could have been a scrap heap segment in itself. Yeah. I mean, the, some yeah, people. Yeah, scrap Matt. A lot of people in Matt's eyes deserve a scrap. I think Matt deserves a scrap. I think everyone, a lot of people that are crying about people trying for a few minutes deserve a scrap. But that's not who I'm scrapping today. I'm scrapping someone more relevant than anyone we've talked about so far. We've talked about LeBron, Giannis, all these NBA All-Stars, and this guy matters much, much more in the landscape of sports and life itself. Um, That man is New York Guardians starting quarterback uh, Matt McGloin. Convenient Um, name. Yes. Yes, so I'm technically still scrapping Matt. (laughs) Um, so this past weekend, the Guardians played the D.C. Defenders, who are one of the top teams in the XFL, and it's a young two-game existence, Um, and they were getting absolutely demolished in the first half, and Matt McGloin, um, walking in... What? Should I pull up the audio? Yeah, um, we're going to pull up the audio quick so you can hear what he said going into halftime. Um... It wasn't pretty. It was pretty pathetic. And, you know, he wonders why he's in the XFL and not the NFL. And apparently it's not just because he's not good at quarterback. It's because he's a a complete asshead (laughs) (laughs) and can't take responsibility for his actions. So Matt has the audio here. Um, He's going to play it real quick. This is Matt McGloin going into halftime, down 12 nothing. What does this team need to do on offense to get something going here? We need to change the whole entire game plan at halftime. Okay, what do you need to change about the game plan? What are you frustrated about? There's just a lot going on right now. Uh, it's embarrassing for us here as an offense, so a lot of things we want to fix and correct. Thanks. Talk to our head coach Kevin. He goes, wow. Yeah, he said something. Uh, he goes, change the entire game plan. <laughs> the way he says it is so funny. Okay, so you heard that. That's Matt McGloin 
going in at halftime. And let me uh, just tell you what Matt McGloin's uh, halftime stats were. He was 8 for 19 with 44 yards and two picks. So the offensive game plan must have really made him throw the ball to the other team. Um, <laughs> that was I, I heard that was actually the fifth play in the script was throw a pick to the corner on the out route. Um, he was not happy with it. And then uh, he, yeah, he really he was getting it done, and he realized I don't think we can do this, guys. I don't think we can script me throwing interceptions. Um, <laughs> Sounds like sabotage. Yeah. Um, so he got benched after those comments, and <laughs> I think that's hilarious. The that I loved those interviews, like especially after a guy did something wrong, just like going up to him in the heat of the moment, and they say. Some shit that they probably didn't want to say. <laughs> but then we get some more audio of Matt McGlynn. And this one we can't play because it's honestly hard to hear even when you're just listening to it on your phone. But he's basically talking to the head coach. And he's like, you know, I've been talking about it with him since December. And, you know, I don't want to name names, but, you know, I just I been telling that. him. You know, and he's yeah. basically like saying it's this guy's fault that I was throwing picks and, you know, 8 for 19, under 50% completion percentage. Um, so not only he does that, then after the game, he's saying, you know, we were, we weren't trying out there on offense. There was definitely a lack of communication, all, all about more stuff about how the offense isn't succeeding and it's not him playing bad. And then you look at a guy like Landry Jones, who is playing just as bad, if not worse <laughs> in a game. And he goes, he go, they were like, uh, what do you think's going on? Is it mental or physical? And he was just like. Yeah, I'm just not playing good at all. He's like, you know? I don't want to make excuses. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they like tried to bait him well. kind of yeah. when they said mental or physical. He's like, yeah, yeah I don't want to make excuses. I'm just not throwing the ball well, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that. all you have to say. But this guy, this nobody who thought he was hot shit because he was 1-0 in the XFL, yeah. just comes out here and starts throwing guys under the bus when it's no one's fault but his. Um, He's 30 years old, you know? Matt McGloin? Matt McGloin is 30 years old. Wasn't he drafted like five, three years ago? Yep. He's Joe Burrow 2.0. Yeah. I mean, no, but just right. absolutely ridiculous. He does not deserve to be the starter anymore. He um, got benched. Who was the backup? I don't know. Um, Something like Williams or something? Yeah, shit? yeah. Like, someone better. Yeah. Someone who's a leader. <laughs> that, that, not the halftime interview. The one where he was like talking to yeah, the Gilbride about like mm-hmm. I don't want to name names like mm-hmm. that shit. I saw that I was like, what is he talking about? Like, don't you know that you're mic'd up? Yeah, it was crazy. It was like it's yeah. clearly your fault. And then he just keeps was... going after the game. What's funny? What's funny is like there's no way that just started when he was in the XFL. Yeah, he was probably, so he was probably like, like that part of the, the problem from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah, guy yeah. is just not doing any favors for himself. So, Matt McGloin, I mean, I don't know what to say, man. Just, you're making excuses in the XFL. Who was his backup when he got hurt Scrapple. in the playoff game? The, the Raiders he was it Connor Cook? It was no, Derek but then Carr. then he got, got hurt, hurt in the game. Oh, yeah, Connor Cook. I think, I think <laughs> it was He's probably just Cook. like, oh, my <laughs> yeah, yeah. not doing good tonight. <laughs> he was probably like the center man. <laughs> Snapped it too high. Yeah. So, I'm not trying to name names, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Listen, I thought he, he thought he was a boss too. And he's like, game we have to change the whole game plan at halftime. Yeah, yeah. It's and not she goes, working. She goes, oh, really? The entire <laughs> the game, game plan? plan. <laughs> 
Six. Do you think that the problem is that you're three for twelve? Yeah. In the ball. If she said that, she would have sunned him so. Yeah. Bad. The head coach probably that. heard that and was like, "You're right. We're gonna go with the honestly. Back if they're gonna do that, if they're gonna <laughs> do that funny. shit, where the reporters ask them questions, they should they should honestly like be like she goes, what about those two picks you threw? That would add like some. Funny she goes really the whole game plan. I saw someone write that Vince should uh like make guys like be divas and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just build characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what show. this is. That'd yeah. be funny. McCoy is he's playing heel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's real football, but he's like, you know, just act up a bit in the interviews. <laughs> it just cuts to, like, the fucking locker room, and he's just, like, shitting on yeah. one of his wide receivers. Yeah. Go fucking get open <laughs> next time. I don't care if I throw the ball 10 yards over your head. Can't you jump? Just get there. 40-inch vert? That might be the XFL's <laughs> path to success. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. Scripted it'd be, football? If the announcer... Not, it doesn't like have it. to be scripted football, but, like... Just like play. Wasn't that how it was character. the first time? I but it was it, like too it was, overt. It was, it was like, yeah, it was like the, instead of a coin toss, it, they would fight for the football. It was a choke <laughs> slam. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, man. PJ Walker's elite. That's funny. That guy is good. He looks good. Dude, he's he makes my, good uh, throws. He's on my I'm telling you, team. these guys, they need. They just need. Re- it's better for these guys to be playing in the XFL than to be the third string inactive quarterback on NFL teams. Unless it's scripted. I don't think it's scripted. Where was PJ Walker? Like, where I've never heard of this guy before. He was, um, I think he's he was probably on the bad, Colts, but he was like the third string on the Colts. <laughs> he's only he's young. He's like twenty three, twenty four. Where do you play Temple college football? And apparently Andrew Temple. Andrew yeah. Luck called the his dad, who's the commissioner of of the XFL, and he was like, "You got to get this guy." And he was like, "I played with him." Uh, like he was on our t- uh, on the Colts. Like he got to get him on a team. Oh, he was, oh, Wait, his dad he was on the Colts. Yeah. His dad is the commissioner. Oliver of the Luck. XML. Yeah. <clears throat> so he called him. Was like, I'm oh. telling you, this guy's good. Andrew Luck's dad. Yes. Okay. Who do you think? I, I thought you meant PJ Walker's dad. Yeah. I was like, he had no <laughs> idea. Yeah. His son is so good. <laughs> this guy, PJ Walker. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Apparently, Andrew Luck was the guy who called Colin Kaepernick to play in the XFL. Then, what if Andrew Luck goes and then he the asked for an egregious amount of money? Yes, because he's scared. <clears throat> Why would you not just take any amount of money and just like prove that you can play football? Because if you, if you know, if you know that you're gonna bring in a lot of money to the XFL, but they only have so much, <clears throat> and like you know, make like a payment plan where it's like a percentage of what you bring. Realistically, in the the what's really happening is he probably got a really nice settlement from whatever happened yeah, with the NFL, the NFL, and he NFL doesn't settlement. care. He got the Nike money, the lifetime contract or whatever it was. Yeah, he probably doesn't give a fuck anymore. He probably but doesn't so want to play. That's fine, but like, don't. And this is so. This is such like a side conversation, but. It's probably part of his image. But, if you're gonna but, say don't like be like I want to, I got it. I don't can play. act like you still want to play in the NFL if you don't want to play football. You don't think he has guys telling him? I don't think anyone really cares anymore, honestly. I mean, yeah, it's definitely not like a relevant conversation to have. But at the same time, it would have been lit to see Colin Kaepernick play in the XFL. And I don't if think he, he was on one of those teams. It'd be sick. Yes, I don't think he like. I think if he could play in the NFL, he would. But I also think no. you don't think he would. 
it's not his choice. I'm saying he he doesn't have a choice, but if he had the choice, I think he would. But yeah. I also think but it's good for like playing in the activist. XFL. Like it doesn't help. His it does. doesn't help his image of like being. Uh, he's a civil rights activist. Yeah, he's trying to like be like you know they're holding me back. Right, like, they're not he, allowing me to play. I get that, but if he went to the XFL and tore it up, it'd be like. Now they're really holding me back because I can still do this and they're not letting me. Yeah. Which I mean, but I, I feel get it like Alex is saying he probably doesn't care. Anymore. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But then don't. But say that's a, that's the point. He probably doesn't care. care to play football, so that he'd rather just keep up the whole. Yeah. But then don't no, say I, that I, it'll I, take I do twenty get Matt's million point. to play. I get Matt's no, point of like, sense. why are you causing like a ruckus if you just really don't give a fuck in the end? Which, it's fine if you don't want to play. Like, and like, then, even on like the hum- the civil rights side of things, like he's not really accomplishing anything by like. Yeah, because I mean, look, he went. We he didn't go about it the right way, and whatever his message is good, and I'm sure he's he's probably done a lot of good things. That would be if he was. Yeah, he definitely has. That would be he, really good for them if he was there. I, yeah, but don't, I would watch him. I would. It would be sick. You can't just like walk in and be like, "I want twenty million, or I'm not going to play." Like that means that you he don't really want to deserve play. twenty million from the NFL. Yeah, so you don't you don't actually want to play, which is fine. You don't have to. No play. No NFL team would pay him even close to that. No. It is what it is. It's it's too far gone to to get into. But those it's hard players to like even... that are going to be what drives that league. I think mobile quarterbacks over there. It's hard to even get because like, PJ is like, elite. I just think that it's just like you don't have to be the best passer if you can move. It's hard to even get out. into a deep conversation <laughs> about Kaepernick because, like, like the civil rights side of everything is like at this point, it's like not we don't we don't see it, right? And like, so all we want to do is see, watch him play football. Obviously, we like we support everything that he like is fighting for um but at the end of the day we just want to watch him play football and like he doesn't seem interested in that so it's like one story two stories three stories and it's just like all right this isn't really something to be taken seriously anymore at least on the sports side of things and and that's a fair point but it's also like it's fine if he wants to do like the social activism and whatever like that all of that stuff that he was like really making a stand about, it was totally worth it. And Alex is pooping his pants, so I can't. <laughs> Alex just continue walked to away. Talk about it. <clears throat> so like, it, it, the the whole thing like it became like an issue because people were talking about the football aspect of it and losing track of like the actual social rights and like what he was getting at the whole time so it became a matter of whether he wants to play football or not which is what i'm guilty of and i'm saying like oh he's not that good he's his talent in football doesn't matter if what his message was is greater than that but like what you said like we don't even know what his message really is at this point because he's so quiet yeah it's getting very sidetracked and and bogged down Never. He hasn't even spoken publicly like since the entire thing happened. Maybe he'll eventually give in. Years ago. Maybe he'll eventually test out the XFL. Not at that price range. I guess not. 
No, no, not at that. Like, maybe he'll realize his whole thing is. I mean, he's only getting older. He's not going to, like, that's true. be any better. Know. You want to start getting into your scrap? Yeah, I mean, this was a long-winded scrap heap, but okay. So, we're going to go into Richard Scrap, Matt McGloin, XFL. They're doing good things there. But I have a big-time scrap, and I've been waiting, cultivating this for weeks now. Um, Carlos Correa. And, you know, really it's a microcosm of the Houston Astros as a whole because they've been they've been scrapped by every player in, in Major League Baseball, basically. But, I mean, you're – this has been a long time coming, basically, is what I'm saying. Carlos Correa – after the entire scandal, the cheating, the defending of the cheating, he comes out, gives a nine-minute interview where he really is just talking complete nonsense, where he's basically defending um, his team against what Cody Bellinger said. And Bellinger, Cody Bellinger, the defending MVP of the National League, came out and talked about how because the, the Dodgers lost to the Astros in the World Series. He said that they felt that they were robbed of the World Series. Aaron Judge was robbed of the MVP MVP by Jose Altuve. He said he lost respect for everybody in the in the Astros locker room and whatever. He he really just like Cody Bellinger tore apart the Astros for what happened. And then Carlos Correa decides to come out and tries to defend the Astros for whatever happened. And he says some ridiculous things. So I just want to quote a couple of the statements that Carlos Correa said in this interview. Is he a player? Carlos Correa is a yeah. Okay. He's he's the shortstop of the Astros. He's and he was a number is... one overall pick in 2012. He's like a superstar. Yeah, mm-hmm. go for it. I got a full one here. And who was the was the manager of the Red Sox, Cora? Alex Cora, and yeah. He was wasn't he on the Astros? He was the yeah, he, he was, was the a bench, bench coach. coach. Okay. The year that they won. Okay, okay, sorry. So <clears throat> Jose I mean I'm sorry, Carlos Correa in this he went on a nine minute rant of why like defending the team, defending all of this. And this was after Alex, if you remember this, the day before that, Correa was like the most apologetic one of the entire group. And he was like, we, we fucked up, like, we're sorry, we did all this, we did all that. He was, like, very genuine. And then the next day, he decided to just turn it all on a dime. He says, the first thing he says, he's talking about the Yankees in the ALCS, which is before they played the Dodgers in the World Series. He says, the Yankees, they scored one run in the first game, one run in the second game, they scored one run in the sixth game, and they scored no runs in the seventh game. So real quick, game one, two, six, and seven, first of all, they're all the games in Houston, right? Because it's 2-3-2. Two, two. So those are all of the, the home games for Houston where it was understood that they're cheating in the games that they're at home. So they're, they're talking about how we didn't sc- the Yankees didn't score at home. And... That's all well and good, whatever, you know. They had fucking Justin Verlander. They had who was the, who was pitching? It was before Garrett Cole. It was Verlander. Who was the number one then? They had Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel, right. who was so. 
They had great pitchers, but I'm sorry. The Yankees didn't hit for four games. The Astros were cheating the entire 162-game schedule. You were not. You would not have been there in the ALCS for four games if you guys were not cheating the entire season. So first of all, it doesn't matter what the Yankees did. And then he goes on to say he actually has the nerve to, to respond to Cody Bellinger talking about how Bellinger struck out 17 times in the World Series. As if if you... He could have hit a home run every single one of those at-bats. You're still... You're trying to beat a team that's cheating against you. My, my entire thing is that it doesn't matter what the Yankees did in five games. It doesn't matter what the Dodgers did in six games because you cheated to get there and you should not have been in the series in the first place. The Yankees could have played the Red Sox in the, in the ALCS. They could have played the, the, the Tampa Bay Rays. Somebody who didn't cheat their entire way to get to the season. So, Carlos Correa, I'm scrapping you because you're completely tone deaf on what exactly it is that you did wrong in the first place. Sure, you can win one-on-one against a team in a, in a four-game, seven-game series, but the entire issue that we're having and why every single person in Major League Baseball hates the Astros and is coming out and talking against the Astros is because it's not that small of a sample size and that you guys have been cheating since day one of 2017 and everything that you've done since then is completely tainted. So don't don't try to spin it around on Cody Bellinger. Don't spin it around on anybody else, even Mike Fires, who's coming out and being the whistleblower for all of this because he was blaming him. Just take responsibility for your actions and just shut the fuck up. It, it, it's just ridiculous that he has the nerve to come back at these players who are were victimized by the cheating scandal to try to say that they were right in the first place and they were the better team anyway and that they you should have beat us the right way and all that. It's just it's complete nonsense. And I'm scrapping Carlos Correa for that. Yeah. Um, I, if I'm... Dusty Baker, who's the new manager of the Astros, I'm calling a team meeting and saying like, "What the f- like? What the <laughs> fuck are you guys doing? Like, I don't care how you feel about it. It's perfectly valid to be a player on the team and be like, ah, but we would have won anyway. Sure, be as confident as you want. When you're dealing with the media and." <laughs> Every team hates you right now. Just just turn away, say sorry, and and just beg for forgiveness. You just want to bite the bullet, hope it all goes away. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) um, You literally, like... It's not like... Nobody cares what happened in the the series. Like, nobody cares how many times Cody Bellager struck out. (laughs) All that Everybody means. knows that you cheated for an entire season, and it doesn't it like it doesn't matter how the other team played. You cheated, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> like really badly. So you were just doing the worst thing you could possibly do. <laughs> so don't be like, oh, they should have beat us the right way. They couldn't beat you the right way because you weren't playing the right way. You're fighting a fight that is just not winnable. Yeah. And so I think it, there's like the natural human element of everyone's. A, Attacking them constantly, I'm sure. Like it's hard to always be like, "Yeah, sorry, we're wrong, sorry." Like guys are gonna snap, but at this point, like 
you, you just got to accept it and be like, people are going to shit on me. People are going to attack me and ask me questions all the time about this. Like, I just got to keep my head because the more you dig into it like that, the worse it's going to be for you. Yeah. The more take you're going to be talked about, you're going to keep it, like you said, keep it in the news right. longer. Exactly. Take, take some notes from like all these guys that got caught for like taking steroids for all these years. Like A-Rod and Ryan Braun are two really good examples. It was just like, I got caught. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. They go out. People forget about it and people love them now. Whereas like Roger Clemens is like, I did not take steroids. I didn't take steroids. And it's like, everyone knows you took steroids and it doesn't matter. Like, like you're the asshole for still like fighting against it. Just like lay down the guns and just admit you were wrong Mm -hmm. and then it'll go away. It's going to take, it's going to take a long time, years, many years before it'll probably never fully go away. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a while, but you just got to deal with it. Yeah. And like the, they make the questions worse for themselves when they fight back like that. Of course, like it, it's the same thing with with Rob Manfred. Like he says, he calls the the World Series trophy a piece of metal. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, that's like the wrong thing to do. It's a defensive act, and like he's probably regrets it. But the next time he gets in front of some a mic, somebody's gonna ask him. Why did you why did you call that a piece of metal? Like what do you have to say about that? You know, it's just like you're digging yourself a bigger grave every time you speak. And Carlos Correa, like, God damn, man, just just sit back and just like accept what you said. Did you heard what he said about Mike Fires? He said all this shit. Like he's calling out Mike Fires. He's like, You you won the World Series just like the rest of us did. You have the ring. You were celebrating with us on the field. And like, what do you have to say for yourself? It's like, dude. That's the one guy who actually felt bad about it and came out and admitted it. And you're going to f- try to blame him when you're the one yeah, that was cheating? Ju- and this is th- like, like <laughs> this is all a result of proper punishment not being yeah. given out. Yeah. Like all these players should have had their World Series rings taken away. Like the whole organiz- like the World Series should have been vacated because they cheated to get there. Rob Manfred wouldn't have to answer to these questions because he protected the integrity of the game. The players would have nothing to say because it's like they just got completely like emasculated. Yeah. And it Everyone's would just all be taken care of. Themselves now. It <clears throat> I I going at that guy that revealed it, it just no it doesn't make on. it doesn't make it fine now because <laughs> he rev- he was part of it and revealed it like it just like, still st- terrible. There's just like, stop trying to make an excuse. Like, oh, you still cheated. Yeah, just stop talking. It. That's the key to everything is just stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah, no, forever. That, that's true. And I just I just wonder like the people in charge of the Astros now like like what's the message? getting disseminated to your team right now you need to like control this because it's not like it's not just going away right like not not only did like first of all the the organization got off pretty well (laughs) so like you first first off you got you got off well like you basically got away with it you got to keep your world series rings it makes everything worth it they scapegoated like now now yeah like you scapegoat the manager who arguably like who really knows but 
it, it doesn't even matter. You can just yeah, plug yeah. somebody in. It doesn't matter. But now, like, like you were you were doing so well. Plug and play, baby. <laughs> you were doing so well. Like you got off pretty pretty well. Like now it's just like all right, control the fire, and mm. they failed. I'm gonna relate it to it's, and I'm happy about it's it. It's a diff- fuck the Astros. Oh, yeah. It's a different oh, yeah. situation. It it's not so a bad. scandal, but just on the subject of shut up. In the movie world, because I love movies, Ben Affleck was Batman. Everyone knew reports everywhere. Yeah, now he's playing himself in a basketball movie. But everyone knew that he was not. He was supposed to drop out as Batman. There was no official announcement for Warner Bros or anything. People would ask him about it all the time, and for two years they would not comment on it. Until everyone just stopped asking, and then they finally were like, "Okay, he's not Batman anymore." <laughs> so they just let everyone shut up, and then out of nowhere, "Okay, yeah, yeah." So that's that's uh, probably the best way to yeah, do just, it. Uh, let just everyone like, just settle down until no one is. Everyone's at that point like, like he's probably not Batman. That's you like know? if they <laughs> were just kept fighting back, like, "No, he's Batman. Yeah. He's gonna keep that's being the, Batman." No, but like, dude, and that's then, like, that's people were like that. Like people were like in denial about it. But it's like if the actual movie producers were saying that, yeah, that's what the exactly. Yeah, if they like, were like lying, like, oh, don't worry, he's still it. They were right. just like, we're like, we're not just answering like, anything just, about it. Just, just don't talk easy, about it. And it yeah, yeah. went away. And then they finally, after everyone stopped like going crazy, they just dropped. That's, yeah, that's that's news. how you do it. It's obviously way different. Carlos Correa, dude, this guy. A wise man once said nothing at all. And he also said, shut your fucking mouth, Carlos Correa. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Just picture like an old like, a monk just like on a hill. Shut the fuck yeah. up, Carlos Correa. <laughs> it's crazy, too, because like I said, the first time, the first day that they met the media, he was the most apologetic. Like Everyone was like, oh, Carlos Correa is very mature. It's Altuve. He felt bad about it. He was super like responsible. And then the next day, once Cody Bellinger said what he said, Correa just lost his shit. That's the thing, though. And, like, you know, we always talk about, like, you shit on players on your own team and then someone else does it and you defend them. Yes. So, like, once yes. like a player, like, personally starts coming at you, then you're like, all right, fuck right. you. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah. something. It's like yeah. you know, you're, you're gatekeeping. Similar. And right. like, you're more of defending yourself. But even if, though yeah, you know you're, you're wrong. Player. Like, when the media and the questions are coming at you, you know it's like, Okay, like this is gonna happen, but then once these individual guys start saying shit about you, it's just like a more personal level, yeah. especially because they probably know them. But if you're also if you know that you're wrong, he's wrong to get so upset. I'm just saying, like I I understand, like guys are gonna start snapping. Yeah, and I don't. They, they I don't. They that's why to be I don't. But I don't blame the players as much as I blame like the people in charge. Yeah, like there should oh. be uh, there should be like the the players are naturally gonna be like emotional to this subject but there should be like meetings every day like when you yeah, it, when you interact with the media just diffuse it like be as low key as possible don't overreact to anything just don't or you will get fucked the owner was the one that ruined the entire thing from the start the owner literally said he opened the press conference on that first day and he said verbatim I do not think that this impacted the game. He was like, we were the best team in 2017. We won the World Series. That's it. That's what he said. All right, so the whole organization is going to get fucked now (laughs) because the owner's stupid. Yeah, I mean, they've definitely all, all said dumb shit. 
I'm not defending that. I think for the player, I'm just talking like the situation with this guy Correa. Yeah, no, it no seems no, like I'm, it was. It I'm was not like refuting what you're saying yeah. at all. No, no, I'm not saying you are, but like I think the owner's a different story. Not, like, you're not saying what I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. You have any more about Mr. Wait, Correa? I got Fuck the Astros. Dumb idiot <laughs> team. What are you looking at? Ruin the league. I'm trying to find something. Keep 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 talking. What's next? I think that was our, all we had for today with the two scraps. That's everything. Shred, little Joe Burr. Joe Burr. That was or good, Joe good Bust. Talk. Yeah, I'm down to not talk about those questions because yeah? they're. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm kidding. Not relevant anymore. I think he can be good. I think he should be a man and play for the Bengals if he's the, really the best. He's gonna play for the Bengals. I know. Good situation hey, over there. Hey, ready? I think I found it. Wait, wait. Did you guys hear this? When Jim Crane said that it didn't impact the game. All right, let me just oh, listen to this. Let me play it. I'm listening. This is, this is, talk about rotting from the head down, which I know that you love to, to talk about, how you hate ownership and management. This is where the Astros players are getting their advice from. Ready? You know, our opinion is, um, you know, that this didn't impact the game. Um, we had a good team. Um, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. Jim, when talking about Wait. the Yankees there, did you say... What a fucking smug asshole. And what do you mean by that? I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. You know, our opinion <laughs> is, uh, you know, that this didn't impact I didn't say it didn't impact the game. <laughs> wow. It's like he literally was like, it didn't impact the game. I didn't say it didn't impact There's the game. There's nothing I hate more than <laughs> smug idiots. So how can you, to to a certain extent, how can you expect Correa and like all these guys to be better than that? I can't now. Right? Astros 66 <laughs> and 96. You think they're going to be bad? No, they'll be good. It's just like... I honestly want them to win the World Series. No, you don't. I want to watch the baseball world crash and bully. It would be, it would be crazy if they did. We'd all have to Let's just, just like, bring eat up shit. the definition of smug. You having or showing <laughs> an excessive pride in oneself or one's achievements. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. That's not me. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he goes, "It didn't impact the game." I am the best, though. He goes, <laughs> "What do you mean it didn't impact the game?" I, I didn't say, say I didn't that say was literally the, the question after. Yes, <laughs> dude, he goes. He <laughs> obviously, I didn't say just, that. <laughs> fucked up. Our opinion is, um, you know, that this didn't impact the game. Um, we had a good team. Um, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. Jim, when talking about yeah, the Yankees, cuts. there, did you yeah, say that's what you I'm saying? Like cuts. this didn't impact the game. And what do you mean by that? I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. You know, <laughs> that sounds like it comes later, though. The stutter, it too. when it came. He said no, it obviously. didn't impact the game. It was and then no, he said, was, I didn't it was, say. And you know, like the stutter, too. I, 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 it's like the intentional <laughs> yeah. stutter, like the like, smug asshole stutter. He's like, I, I, I fucked I up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah fuck it. bad. Um, it obviously, how could you even, even if he. Sorry, your team cheated. And how could it not have impacted the game? Why would you do it if it didn't impact the game? 
We were just we put a good around. team together, and then all of them cheated, and it didn't impact the game. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> they're they're good players, and then they cheated. That made them better, but it didn't impact the game. <laughs> we won the World Series. That's it. <laughs> it's just like. God, do some damage control. You'd literally like They're really handling it so poorly. It's all Ma- Rob Manfred's fault. Yeah, it is because he find that owner. He find him five million dollars. He was just like, He's all like right. a fucking multi-billionaire. <laughs> it's like, all right. Um, I I, I did we call it back the game. Did we call this episode? No. Did we, we hit all the points? No. What about we must um, have been recording for like three hours. What about the Cavs coach, dude? <laughs> he got fired, Scott right? Line. They like parted ways. Half yeah. a year. That was his first. Year? This was his first season. I think. Wow. Byline fifty-two. Wow. Bylin or something. Jim Bayline. Yeah, Bayline? he was like. Uh, I said Scott Line. Bylin. <laughs> Who's Scott Line? He's a person. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I confusing him with? Isn't that like an offensive coordinator? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought. Oh it was yeah. Him. Um. Jim he's, he's the new LSU passing game coordinator. You did not. That was a lucky guess. There's no way you knew that. No, I think he coached <laughs> in the NFL. Oh, wait. So <laughs> the Cavs coach the, is stepping down, right? He was the Cowboys yeah, offensive coordinator from 2015 to 2018. <laughs> I read Quitter. that. Head, I read that headline. I was like, "You're just gonna quit after being <laughs> awful." Didn't he like call he them was like thugs? Seventy years old though. Why would he? 70? Why would he take wasn't that he job? Like, wasn't it not going well? Didn't they hate him? Yeah, he called. Yeah, he fuck. He fucked it was up. Like I meant slug. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Me too. <laughs> I meant dumb idiots. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, but still, one half a year into the season. Yeah. Um, not a good look for a usually prestigious Cavaliers franchise, oh, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're usually top of the line. Yeah, you don't expect that. That this is Astros level of, of incompetence. <laughs> Scandalism. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know we should probably call it here because it's been two hours now. Yeah, but we didn't even hit half the topics we wanted to. But I think this was a very them. successful episode. You're just lying? No, the, the, we had an entire question segment that we didn't touch. Okay. Well, we'll get to them next week. But no, we, I was saying that we had this was a hot episode. It was, was good. It was there it was, was some fiery. Fire. There was yeah, some passion. great episode. There was a was lot of episode. Matt being a lot of wrong. confusion also. For a while there, what was the confusion? Why you're still sitting next to me? That uh, that was a big part of it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but if you're listening to us through two hours of this episode, thank you. If um, you made it to here, this is the best part where we stop. <laughs> we all go home. Yeah. Make sure you stay tuned. Uh, Matt's gonna have his own. Yes. Oh, show good. Soon. Good idea. I'm gonna plug this right now. I uh, with the NFL draft coming up, I'm gonna be doing a lot of um, all right. In- that's individuals. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'm gonna do some individual NFL draft episodes, like that. Like Richard's doing with the Lions Den, but it's gonna be entertaining. So tune in from then on, and we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Should be fun. But I can't make sure you tune into the Lions Den. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. <laughs>